Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. And we just wanted to let you know and remind you to listen and watch all the way through because we're going to be having a special announcement where we are going to be giving away some money. So be sure to listen and watch. And now enjoy this episode of Hoot and a Half. It's a packed house today. I it like really this. is. Yeah, the great. couch is full. Um, this feels a little more like late night talk show, like Andy Richter, Conan O'Brien, and then or like the, yeah. Salma Hayek and Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like the Graham Norton show. Yeah. Like, yeah. But we're just, this is a little warm up talk. Sure. So, Brett, you were a Slytherin for Halloween. Yes. And you said that you took the Sorting Hat test. I took the test. It came back that I'm half. Half Gryffindor, half Slytherin. What is, is this, this 20, ancestry is the, DNA? Yeah, this is 23 and <laughs> hey. me. There's no way. When has the sorting hat ever been put on a young Hogwarts student? It was like, oh, no, it's no, a I, half. I, I can choose. You can, like, choose. You, can, you can choose whatever you want. Ooh, that's like a true half. I mean, Harry Potter was like yeah. borderline half and half. Yes. I thought about this. This is a while ago. He is probably like the, the weakest hero of a movie. In a way. In, yeah. a, in a certain way. You know what I mean? Right. Obviously, he did like his duty, but he wasn't like... He wasn't like a... Duty? Duty. He did his duty, but he didn't wipe completely. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Matt, you're... I mean, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, but Matt, you're... What were you? I'm a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw? Yeah. I Ravenclaw. see that. I can see Matt... Through and through. I can see Matt in the movie just being like that like outside character. Like, no, why would you, why would you do that? But like, you see him like every like once or twice per movie. I don't know. You think, do you think, you think Mike's a Hufflepuff? Uh, I'm Mike's Ju- a Ravenclaw. I'm Jewish, oh. actually. <laughs> Mike's a Ravenclaw. No, I think so. Okay. Ravenclaw? Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know. Well, which one's really good with money? <laughs> The Jews, that's the it. Jews, that's it. That's it. That's great. Um, like, <laughs> I saw a really funny uh, TikTok about a girl like going on a rant about Harry Potter because she was like watching it, and she goes like, "Can they? J- can there just ever be like a-, a movie where just nothing really happens? There's always like something going on, like some drama. Can I they think... just be chilling and hanging out, and having a normal day? Yeah, because every- there's just conflict all the time in I... Harry Potter. <laughs> all right, well, let's hop into it. Howdy, howdy, folks! Welcome back to Hoot and a Half. I'm your host, Matt King, and I'm Mike Sheffer. And today we are joined with Todd Smith and Brett Bassick. Todd Smith, you may know him from YouTube, my roommate, all of that. But you're probably like, who's Brett Bassick? Who's this guy? Why are they on as a pair? And it's for a very special reason. And they are here to promote their new podcast, Good Boys. The Good Boys. The Good Boys. The Good Boys. boys. Who are the Good Boys? Is that you two? It's it's just us, yeah. Oh, you two are the Good Boys? Or are you inviting someone else to be the Good Person? It's kind of ironic because sometimes oh, that's bad. Good. Yeah, I was going to say, Todd, you're kind of a bad boy. I'm I don't know a bad boy. We're kind of like bad boys deep down, but like yeah. we come off as like, you know, good boys. Yeah, good boy mm-hmm. image, but you're up to no good. Exactly. For very different Kind of like you, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I found like the little bio about your podcast. So it doesn't come out yet. It comes out next week. Yeah. Do we have Do- a set date? 16th. 16th. Yeah, we see we're on, we're, on, we're on the same team right there. That was great. Yeah, that was great. I think it sounds great. It says these two best friends and their weekly guests share hilarious and sometimes even dramatic stories about all things entertainment from movies, music, TV shows, pop culture, current events, and much more. This pair has some unbelievable stories and life lessons to share with you in a time of constant content creation and pressure to always be bigger and better things. Toddy and Brett take the time to slow down and reflect back on their wild lives. So <laughs> Who like wrote pr- that? That's pretty good. Did Actually, you write that, Todd? No, I didn't write that one. Um, no, they wrote that for us, but I, I, I helped write it. Oh, you punched it up. We, and we, you guys we, already have your first episode recorded? We, yes. We actually have our first six episodes recorded. What? what? Yeah, we, we went ahead and recorded some episodes, um, which See, we, I think we should have held off a little bit. 
six episodes in the bank? Yeah. Just you guys talking, or do no, you have we guests? Have just us, and then we have we have some guests. Um, yeah. No, but didn't ask us. Did, we weren't in the consideration for the no, first six episodes. We're holding off. We want you guys to be the seventh. Grade. No, we filmed the the week we were filming. You guys were in Italy. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I kept bringing that up. I was like, I, I wish they were here. I kind of want to. I kind of want to um, cheat the system a little bit. Have Matt, then Mike, and then them together. Do uh, it. Oh, that would be fun. Like that. Yeah. Be really that actually fun. would be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually yeah. been planning on doing that for like some. Internet couples that I, I okay. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. want to switch them, them up, separate them, and pin them together. Yes. Maybe. Do you want to announce any of the guests that you have, or is that yeah. going to be yeah, a secret? Tease it. Tease I mean, it. so our, our first, we we recorded a couple, just us two, and then we have uh, Jason was our first guest. Jason Nash. Jason Nash. Oh, Episode always a good one, interview. Two, that's going to be it's, Jason. It's really fun. Um, yeah. I know. You, I think you guys had him on right before, but at least there's like a little gap in between. And I then, mean, you can never get enough Jason Nash. That no. guy's literally <laughs> a wellspring of content comedy. Yeah. And, and then we have uh, Nezrin. Yeah, Nezrin, Nezrin and Francesco. Francesco. Um, Nezrin's a photographer. She just took our photos for our unfiltered. She's for incredible. Like our Halloween episode. Oh yeah, and then yeah. we had Joe and Ilya. Joe uh, could not have wanted to be there less. Joe really? It, Joe was under a blanket <laughs> with glasses on, and he looked like he was like a hot shot. Like I mean, like acting like he just got out of rehab or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like Hollywood rehab guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then who do we have? Uh, Scott. Scott. We had Scott. And we had to tell Scott we were like, keep it positive. Like we're like we're a positive <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we're gonna have a good day. Hey, we're gonna Scott. have a great time. He was great. No, Scott positive. was great. And then uh, was that it? David Alvarez. David Alvarez. David Alvarez. David Alvarez, Alvarez was great. Yeah, he, he was, was amazing. He was really good. Dope. Well, I'm very excited boys. to yeah. be on it. I'm very excited to listen to it, and I highly recommend that the people uh, check it out as well. But so I want to get a little bit more into Brett and kind of how this friendship came to be. Because, Brett, you're kind of like a, a, a new yes. face now in front of all of this. You, I mean, we've been friends with you for years. And I right. think this is so awesome that you two have, like, found this connection together and you guys are going to put out this show. Um, so, Brett, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do. I'm in the music business. So I, and I get this question asked a lot of, like, how are you friends with the Vlog Squad? It seems, un, it seems unlikely a lot of times. And I'm sure Mike used to get this. Too Never get that question. Okay. <laughs> Never happened. Um, well, we, we picked up no, Mike at you, a bar. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> you actually did. It's funny because you you two were. I actually think I met you guys before I met Todd at Saddle Ranch. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Right. When you brought Charlotte, baby I, Charlotte. I, yeah. I brought my dog. So Matt and I were just talking about this that night. We all went back to David's after, and I brought Charlotte with yeah. me. Who? Just to explain who Charlotte is, it's a husky Pomeranian Pomeranian mix, which is like. A crazy combination because yeah. it's the size of a Pomeranian, which is like, and at the time she was a puppy. So it was a handheld, blue-eyed, <laughs> micro husky. Yes. And he shows up to the bar at Saddle and we're yeah. just like, this is the coolest guy. This is the coolest dog. This is, yeah. our, this is our new friend. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then we all, I brought her back to David's after. And like the one thing that you always say, like, be careful around a puppy is like, don't let it chew on glass. Right. Like that's the only thing is like, just don't break any bottles. In. Yeah. Immediately, Matt drops his beer bottle on the ground and she runs over and picks up the glass with her mouth and she was completely fine she, I, I yelled at her she spit it out and then but i, <laughs> I was traumatized was i really traumatized. thought like oh my god this beautiful puppy that has only been on earth for less than two months oh my god he kept saying he's like please i'm so sorry i'm so sorry I'm like dude she's completely fine it's just okay i think todd and i were like out of the whole friend group, the last to kind of really connect. But once we did, it was kind of... Um, love it for sight. Love it for sight. I remember I went to his book release party. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, again, up to that, when I met you guys, I, I just showed up at Saddle Ranch. I didn't know you guys did YouTube. Like, I kind of grew into learning a lot about that. Um, and then as I got to know that, I always was really curious, like, 
oh, well, what else do they do outside of YouTube? And mm-hmm. I went to this event and Todd was promoting an entire book of poetry that he wrote. And I was so impressed. I like, I bought 10 of the books. 10? I literally bought them for everyone in my family. <laughs> and I feel like that was like a moment, because we were already friends, but that was a moment where I, I was just so impressed by him on a creative level because I'm really inspired to create. Like, yeah, if you give Todd money, he's going to be your friend. So that's right. No, it was nice. So Brett, I was at the counter like signing books and Brett showed up with like 10 books. Like he's like barely walking. Like, these books are like weighing him down. And it was a funny image, but Matt, yeah. you were there actually. You moderated the yes. one in yeah, that, um, yeah. Brentwood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was, that was cool. And then um, because you also come from like a whole world, like outside of the YouTube group and everything, you come yeah. from music, you work in A&R. Right. Yes. So I, I started um, working at Atlantic Records when I was 18. Like I started as an intern and was there as like an A&R scout for a few years. And then I left in 2015 to start my own business, like managing songwriters and producers. Um and what was interesting is like I, I really started booking concerts for artists when I was 15 and then got the job at 18 at Atlantic. And by the time I was like 23 or 24 and I'd been in music, I, I was like, I'm 24 years old and I've been in this industry for nine years. I didn't have any friend that wasn't in music. It, my life revolved around it and I made like a conscious decision. I was like, I'm going to quit drinking. I'm going to like try to like become friends with people outside of music. But if I'm going to do this, I need to find people who are still creative are still they still are passionate and work hard, uh, have success in their own ways and inspire me because I really am a huge believer that like you're a product of the people you surround yourself with. And I think when we met, I think that was like one of the biggest that was like one of the biggest things I like fell in love with you guys right away because I'm like, you guys are funny and enjoyable to be around, but you're successful. You guys work harder than anyone I know. And I was like, these are people that I want in my life. And that and I think that was like the start of our friendship and, and, and everything. And you have a really great heart too, Brett. Well, you know, you. like, did you know that Brett in high school um, started a huge Facebook uh, group? Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this on for the- Parkinson's. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you and know, it blew up. And how? Okay, yeah, I, I'm curious about. Yeah, tell tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I was on Facebook for a week, uh, starting. It was just, it was like August 2007, the week before my freshman year of high school. I get on Facebook, and my grandmother, who was struggling with Parkinson's disease, I was like visiting her in St. Louis. And I was just like, I asked her, I was like, what's your favorite number? And she said 17. And, um, you know, I had just been bar mitzvah a year before. Respect. <laughs> and part of it, you know, part of your mitzvah is that you have to donate a certain amount of money. Yeah. And I had already donated um, some of the money to the ASPCA for, for animal shelters. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I have a lot of more money I can donate. I'm going to say for every person that joins this group on Facebook, I'll donate 17 cents to Parkinson's. And there wasn't any group like that on Facebook. There wasn't any, like charity aspect or cause aspect to any of these groups either and i invited like 200 friends and again i don't even think the word viral in the sense of what it is now is in like the rolodex yeah of, right of, back of, of well, like 2007 or 2006 like back yeah, in the days. Exactly. yeah exactly and um i remember it was like 200 people a thousand people six thousand people and then you know we told the story like i went on the local news you know all of a sudden the group like I woke up one morning and it had seventy thousand people in the group, and I like, whoa, I was, I was, I was what? And wait, what's seventy thousand times seventeen cents? I owed, I owed, bye bye, bar like, money, like ten thousand dollars, and I didn't even have that money. Oh no! So I was like, what do I do? And then you know, for a year, I I got, I had like two or three hundred kids from the school, like doing bake sales with me, and one of the things that I did to really raise the money was a battle of the bands, and I put a hundred dollars into it, and it, and then that night. It made a thousand dollars, and I remember standing on stage, and this is probably like six months, nine months into me me doing this. 
uh, and raising the money, I was standing on stage and I remember like seeing like hundreds of kids in the crowd and the bands were playing. And I was like, I had this sense for the first time amongst this whole process of like, it was like this, it, it like itched a scratch that I had in my brain of like connecting things and, and being, a, being an entrepreneur and doing something creative and bringing everybody together. And it was like accumulation of everything. And that was actually what ended up raising the money that I needed to get me to the ten thousand dollar mark, <laughs> to pay and yeah. it like, and then after that, once I raised it, I was like, I'm going to become a concert promoter now. That was the coolest thing in the world. I mean, I was going to say, speaking of charity cases, Todd Smith, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and, then, and my yeah, my latest charity. <laughs> hey, guilty. Yeah, what good have you done in the world, Todd? Yeah, what, me. Yeah, I provided kids millions of laughs and cries. <laughs> That's true. Um, That's true. I think I've done some good in the world. I, I've, um, you know, I've made couple people laugh and i think if you can make one kid laugh you know somewhat happy throughout the day it's pretty successful right yeah i agree mm-hmm. i'm just busting your traps no, we know I we know. know you're a good kid. we know you're a good boy you can bust my balls anytime you want and now you guys are co-hosts and now mm-hmm. yeah now we're co-hosts for the um for the tonight show i don't know what i'm saying sorry the tonight, the tonight show, show. <laughs> no. give it a couple um, more years Todd. Yeah, maybe you'll yeah, get there <laughs> so you know mike we've been very open and honest about our journeys with our mental health on this podcast you know we all struggle with fears on a daily basis And whether that's opening up to a stranger or friends and family, it can be a really overwhelming time to open yourself up to other people. And a great sense of clarity I have found when dealing with that type of anxiety is talking to a therapist, a licensed professional who is there for you when you need them. And that's why we're so thankful that Talkspace is the sponsor for today's episode of Hoot and a Half. Talkspace makes it possible to speak with a licensed therapist right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Unlike traditional therapy, with Talkspace, you can message your therapist anytime you want via text, voice, or video. It's 100% secure and stigma-free, which is the way therapy should be. Therapy should be as routine in your life as going to the doctor, going to the dentist, going to the gym. Therapy is not this like big, scary thing that you should be afraid of. It should be a part of your everyday life, a part of your routine, because it really, truly helps get through those moments in life when you need help. And having a therapist to talk to has changed my life for sure. I know you've had great success with therapy as well. It's It should be a part of your life just like it is ours. And if you've ever wondered or have been curious about where to begin with your therapy journey, Talkspace is a great place to start. And at Talkspace, your privacy and your security is their number one priority. The app puts you in a private room with just you and your therapist. Their encryption and added security keep your conversations private and secure. So whether you're struggling with anxiety, depression, self-doubt, or anything else, Talkspace gives you access to the help you need to move forward. Facing the obstacles isn't easy, and you don't win a prize for doing it on your own. And getting professional help isn't weird or weak, it's smart. So talk to someone who is trained to help you make lasting progress. So join Talkspace today to start moving forward with just a single message. So just visit Talkspace, T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E dot com and get $100 off your first month with code HOOT when you sign up. Once again, that's Talkspace.com. Use the code HOOT for $100 off when you sign up. Um, was COVID. Brett involved in Natalina? Yeah, that's, that was my next point. Thank you, Mike. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was a very nice segue. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think I've told this story before, but New Year's Eve, what, like two years ago, or New Year's Day, we're all out. And I had this plan to make a song about Natalie when I was on tour. Before you guys were dating. Before we were dating, yeah. Yeah. That was a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a phone romantic, case. Romantic, that, <laughs> romantic. Romantic, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. I had a phone case, obviously, that said Natalina on it. And then had this plan over on tour where I was going to make a song about her. Finally, tour ended. And uh, we're with Brett New Year's Day. I'm like, yeah, I want to make this song about Natalie called Natalina. 
He's like, well, I have I have someone that that's like perfect for that to help you produce it. Yeah. And he set that up literally like four days later. We went in and wrote the song, and then Natalina became you know the number one smash the, worldwide hit. The number one hit, exactly. Thank you, Mike. And, yeah. and it was a coincidence too because we we wrote that song and it was Char- it was our friend of ours, Charlie Snyder, who who came in and like helped kind of like he, he's a producer, so he knew exactly like how to help make it happen. And we we make this song. Todd has like a specific vision for it, and then we were like, okay, how what are we gonna do with this? And a week later. David gets the billboard on Melrose. Oh, well, of the text. Of the text. Of the text. Yeah. Yes. And, and Todd calls me and he's like, dude, I think this is our chance. Like, let's put the song <laughs> out like on Valentine's Day with the billboard up on Melrose. And I'm like, that's the best. You literally have a billboard promoting this song. Yeah, right. Like what artist has that on their first song? Dude, the timing was crazy. <laughs> have you heard the story? No. Wait. I mean, it, I, was I like even, lived through yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. it's you, but, a blur looking back. I don't know if you know like the actual like the, the specific facts of like what happened. So David, so Natalie, they had this idea to take my drunk text, obviously, that are pretty embarrassing, and um, put that on a billboard. Um, I had no idea. I was kind of on like a little of a, a little bit of a bender. Scott was just new, newly single. <laughs> right. Me and Scott were just going out, getting after it. We go to Boston for a couple days for our friend's birthday. We actually extended the trip like a day or two, and um, I wanted to come home to go to a hockey game with Natalie. The Ducks and Kings were playing. And she's like denying me the whole time, denying me. And then finally she's like, hey, let's go to that game. I'm like, whoa, this is weird. And so I'm like, hell yeah. Let's like, I, I got to like, I have to take advantage of this opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm in Boston and she convinces me to go home. Everyone else stays. And I ended up missing my first flight because I passed out drunk in my hotel room. Actually, this is kind of too much of TMI. Naked, I was masturbating. Oh, okay, okay <laughs> you almost made it through. Oh my god, I tried not to. <laughs> so I woke up naked, my phone was dead. I like panicked. I got up in a haze. I'm like, What the hell? I ended up like still drunk, booking another flight back home to LA before before nightfall. And this, this was a connecting flight, but I was so desperate to get home to go to this hockey game with Natalie. Finally. I'm about to land. Natalie's like, oh, I'm at the airport. We just dropped off Ilya, and we're going to pick you up. So I think she's with Jeff picking me up at the airport. I'm like, that's weird. Why Like, why would you want to pick me up? She, I didn't think she liked me. Uh-huh. And then they drive me to the to the billboard. Oh, no. And that's when they surprised me with the billboard. This was all <laughs> for that. It they, was the, just a ploy to get just, you to the billboard. Just yeah. one giant ploy to get me to the billboard. Exactly. And they wanted me there that day because people were taking photos of it and tagging me on Twitter and stuff like that. And so they lied to me. They're like, "Hey, stay off Twitter." Like Jonah did something. We don't want you to go on Twitter, and like we want we want to surprise you. But uh-huh. it, was, it was the billboard. And you were bummed. Wow. You're like, "But do we still get to go to the game?" <laughs> exactly. Yes. And, but she kept her word, and she went to the game with me. Oh, so you did go to the game? So I did go to the game. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. If if she didn't go to the game with me, that would have been pretty messed up. But is she... that is that when you guys fell in love? Was that the game? Not yet. Not for her, at least. Mm. Um, no, I was talking to Sloan, Natalie's friend, about uh-huh. this when we when we went to OC. Yeah. And she was like. I really think it was the song that made Natalie finally like fa- oh. like start to like touch. She's like, "What girl doesn't want a song written about her?" I was like, I mean, "Oh my yeah. god, it worked!" I think the song it did worked. push her over the edge for sure. Um, okay, because she tweeted like even like a few a few weeks before the song came out. When the song was done, she's like, "I just want someone to write a song about me," and I'm like, "Bingo, right here." Um, but then yeah, so I called Brett when the billboard was out. I'm like, dude, this is perfect. This can be like the like one huge giant ploy to like promote this song. And it was. 
it was it was all fake because the way everything lined up it was so insane right you know so. and then you guys just broke up in dubai no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh she's, she's actually there with a the prince right now. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, she broke up with me. I'm like, hey, take the money. She, and oh, she left for money? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and then you were too good for her anyway, Todd. Thanks, Mike. No, <laughs> no you guys are still together. No, yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we're good. <laughs> one, if we break up, I'll come here right to this podcast. You guys can have the scoop. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're not going to Are you planning on having her on Good Boys? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah eventually. Okay. Not right away. No, no. You don't want to mix business with pleasure like, too much. Maybe exactly, we should do yeah. it sooner than later. <laughs> well, I know. Unless you just... <laughs> After this, uh, I'm like, um. <laughs> maybe I should have Natalie Anchorin on. If people, would, I'd watch it. I would definitely <laughs> watch like that. I'm not, I'm not even going to be on that episode. I'm going to step out. <laughs> no, you should. I, I mean, this is. You should set me up for it. And not even tell me. Moderate it. That yeah. would be so funny. That's great. Or have that would be funny. We should have Matt and Mike there too. Just one <laughs> the whole thing. Just yeah. the mediators. Matt would, Matt would be. Matt's really good at mediating. I mean, Todd and Corinne get along though. It's it's not like a oh, high no, yeah, school yeah. like oh you dating my you know it's they're not. But, but Natalie and Corinne no, yeah. don't. No, uh, wait, what? Because <laughs> of the hibachi. Oh, yeah. Hibachi. Because of the hibachi. The hibachi issue. Did you not remember? Oh, wait. When the hibachi came to David's house? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, I yeah. wasn't there. Oh, you weren't there? No. I, I was probably at a wedding. <laughs> How many weddings have you gone to? I think Four, it's... five, six, seven. This year. <laughs> There's no way. There's no... At least 12. No, not at least... At least 12. No, it's, it's got to be like 10 to 15 for Almost sure. Almost for every month. <laughs> at least, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly jealous because I love weddings. Yeah. Weddings are so much fun. The, did Did you hear what happened at um? So Natalie and David's friend Sloan, who Brett was just talking about, went to her wedding at Lake Geneva. Mm-hmm. So we're we're I'm sitting there with David's friends. You've met a couple of them. Um, and above us, uh, in the middle of this, the table is a centerpiece, a very wobbly centerpiece holding candles, lit and candles. Lit candles. I don't know what kind of wedding director did this, but they <laughs> totally messed up because these are like wobbly centerpieces and the tables are not that sturdy and so as like the wedding party's coming out everyone's like getting all rowdy and david's friend mike slams the table down with his with his fist his big fat fists and the table wobbles and the centerpiece wobbles and then the candle fucking all the candles on top fall and all the wax just goes all over me all over my face <gasps> oh! all over my suit only me as it's, it's, it's it was straight out of a movie because as like everything's going on it's loud the music's playing i'm like covered in, in, in wax and i can't open it, like my right eye so you're covered in cum I'm covered. <laughs> <laughs> you so can't open like, your eyes shut it looks like That's I'm, so I'm covered in cum <laughs> It was in my mind. I see a lot of situations as like movie situations. Matt, I'm sure you guys all do the same. Main thing. character moments. Main character yeah. moments. Yeah. Good like, for the plot. Yeah, yeah. that's how I'm I like, combat anxiety lately. Exactly. It's been my new little mantra. Is like if you're ever cringe about something that happened, you're like, oh, that was so stupid. I did that. It's so embarrassing. Go, hey, it's good for the plot. Exactly. Character it's development. Good for the plot. Character yes. development. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm the main character here at this at this lovely girl's wedding. It's her wedding, but I'm the main character. Yeah. And this shit <laughs> flies all over me, and I'm like, it's like hot. I can't open my eye. And there's just, dude, I wish you guys were there. There's so much going on. You're like, now but I like, know how every girl I ever dated feels. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And wax is tough to get out wax of. Wax is yeah. super tough. And so, um, like, dude, it was just so chaotic. And like, uh, but apparently after everything settled down, people came up to me. They're like, what, what happened? What happened? I'm like telling the story. Like, imagine like montages of me telling the story, right? From like yeah. a 90s film. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently I was the talk of the wedding. Like everyone's like, did you hear what happened to Natalie's boyfriend? Did you hear what happened to Natalie's boyfriend? And my suit was covered in wax and it looked like a nice like Gucci suit. <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, you are from LA, huh? Nice suit. <laughs> so it kind of like worked out in the end. It was 
It's almost like you had to just get more wax no, just yeah, to, yeah. It to make it look like Dude, it was purposely like, done. If you get a paint stain on your shirt, you just spray the rest of it with paint, and then yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah. like a look. Yeah, yeah that's I, made, I made the shirt look a little better than it was. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, so it was a that was a huge moment in my life. You know, when I got wax all over me. It's holiday season, Matt. Have you started your shopping yet? <laughs> I'm trying to right now, and Patricia has quite a list, but she's also been pretty ambiguous. She's just like, "Give me some nice jewelry. That's all I want." But I'm like, "From where? Where do I go?" And I don't want to be spending too much money on just jewelry because I got to be spending money on doing all the other gifts that she wants. And you have to build a Christmas village. <laughs> <laughs> that too. But thankfully, I've been using Anna Luisa when it comes to jewelry. And you've probably heard so much buzz about it lately. I had so many friends I keep hearing about it. And guys, believe me, Anna Luisa is the real deal when it comes to jewelry. Anna Luisa was founded to bring clarity to the jewelry industry because it can be confusing. It's a, t- it's a lot of uh, jargon, a lot of stuff you got to know. But Anna Luisa makes it simple clear and easy to understand and they design beautiful pieces with an even more beautiful story from beginning to end and they use recycled materials whenever possible they make their products in limited batches so you can ensure that they're always going to be the highest quality they're a carbon neutral company which means that they offset 100 of the carbon emissions that they produce so it's great for the jewelry and even better for the environment and the quality is exceptional they also offer a 365 day warranty too for the pieces uh so matt and i actually have bought them for our girlfriends and they absolutely love the Anna Luisa pieces that we've given them. Patricia got some earrings. Uh, Whitney got some earrings, bracelets, rings. We we went we went a little ham in the paint. They love them so much they even fight over it because they don't <laughs> want to have the same pieces. So they got to act fast to picking out what they want from Anna Luisa. The pieces are timeless, high quality, affordable, and long lasting. So we highly recommend checking out Anna Luisa. I love them. Their pieces start at just $39 and they're currently running the biggest sale of the year. You can get 20% off if you go to shop.analuisa.com slash hoot and place an order today. Once again, that's 20% off if you go to shop.analuisa.com slash hoot. So check them out, get yourself something, get something for someone you love and uh, enjoy your Ana Luisa jewelry because we sure do. <laughs> and now back to the episode. How was Dubai? Dubai was insane. I yeah. mean, Matt's been there before. Yeah. So, but it looks like y'all had a cooler experience. Dude. Me. I mean, y'all went to the sand dunes. Yeah. You rode around in cars that on two wheels, which still doesn't make sense to no, me. No, I don't no, get no. it either. Those kids are so talented. I know. It's like the, those kids are insane, but they do have. It's really neat to watch them work with those with those cars because mm-hmm. they do have bigger tires on the car. Okay. Those Toyota Toyota Sequoias, and they pump a certain amount of air in there. But those kids whip those cars oh. out there so fast. So that's the secret is that one side is like he- like heavily loaded with more air than the other side. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It's not like an actual gimmick. Like, is it a regular car? Or do the wheels have like something to them that's doing that? It's a regular car, but I think there are special wheels because they're not. The sidewall is a lot bigger work and balance on there oh. than a regular oh. wheel. Okay, but then how do they get it up to that moment? Do they like that's the have thing. to donut up? And then they just jerk it up. <laughs> That's wow. So scary. <laughs> I don't know if I would do it at all. Maybe I would. Yeah, I mean I'd have to have a Xanax or something. <laughs> when you're it, I think you have to pick your pick the right spot in the car because you don't want to be on the bottom because if it if it tips over, you're fucked. What do they call that type of um, stunt? Side wheeling? Side wheeling. Side wheeling, yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. So, did you go uh skydiving? 
I did go skydiving, but it's not that cool because you have to have a thousand jumps in Dubai to jump there. Oh my oh, god! And so wow. I couldn't, I couldn't jump solo, even though I have my license. So that was a bummer. That would have been a pretty view to look down on. Yeah, too. I did. I still did go tandem. I, oh, so you did go? Tandem. I did go tandem. I treated it like I was really That's skydiving. I was really upset I couldn't go by myself, but then I looked at it as like, you know what? I've been driving for a long time. I need a limo driver. Yeah, yeah. I want someone else to take the wheels. Yeah, take the reins. right. <laughs> and was it good? Yeah, it was. Dude, it was. Did you go when you were there? I mean, I did mostly base jumping, um, oh, but nice. uh, you, did you did it? I just believed you. I was like, no, that sounds crazy. Kind of, I mean, no, but was, I did go to the Atlantis though, where you stayed. The Atlantis, stayed. yeah, the yeah. Atlantis well, was cool. My brother and I, we went and uh, got fast passes and just rode every single slide. Did you go to the water except slide? the one with the trap door? That okay. one I did not do. The water slide where like you have to stand in this tube and then they like r- remove the flooring from underneath you and you shoot down. No, and thank Kevin you. Kevin and I walked wow. up there. We were like. No thanks. Wait, this yeah. is, see, I didn't, I didn't go on the, on the slides. Oh, I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't I went in that one, and it's like I don't know. It's like the how the clarity of the the tube yeah. isn't like as crystal clear as they make it look on TV. Mm-hmm. So it's a little like I don't know, foggy. Was inside. the food in Dubai good? Food was good. It looked like you guys were eating some nice restaurants. Like, we, what, what would you say was like then a good? The first night we went, we went to the or the first night we got in, we went to a Mediterranean restaurant and. I hate saying the word vibes, but the vibes were like <laughs> insane. It felt like the ambiance. The ambiance was amazing. Like everyone was eating, singing, dancing. Like I was looking around so cool. and like really taking it in. And I was just because people were eating, but then around them people were dancing too. And people were just getting up, like laughing, having a good time, dancing, and just like not giving a shit like what was going on around them. They were just having so living much fun. Living in the moment. Living in exactly. They were living in the moment. The food was good. Uh, the music was good. It was just like we had we smoked tuka after. Oh, I, that's I, great! I never smoked tuka, and I was always having a good time. It's probably really good there too. You're not mm-hmm. buying like some processed garbage, and they know how to make it and some quality hashish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually I was pretty nervous for Jonah to go to Dubai because <laughs> yeah, they don't fuck around over there. No, yeah. yeah, very very strict. Well, I mean, where we were it was pretty touristy, so it wasn't like super strict. It depends um, on the place depends, you're in. Yeah. If gotcha. you're in like an American-owned like establishment, yeah. the rules are much laxer compared to other places. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But like, I know like the police that are very strict, and like if if you don't speak the language, I know they can be kind of intimidating. Like we had one encounter where we were walking down the gold market mm-hmm. with. Um, have you heard of Just Saul? He's like an Instagram, like TikTok comedian. But Saul was turning heads. Like we're all, he was like with David. Yeah. People were coming up to David, but every single person at this gold market was coming up to Saul. Okay. And he, dude, he's the coolest guy. And even like older gentlemen, we were passing by, they're like, oh, that's just Saul. That's just Saul. So we're causing it. We're causing like a havoc in the middle of this gold market. And this police officer taps me. And I saw him from like a couple minutes when he was behind us. And uh, he taps me. He gets in my face. And then I had a friend that spoke the language, and then he kind of calmed down because he knew I was like with someone that could understand him. Mm-hmm. And then he was just like he was giving a shit because we were like big big film crew, um, causing a commotion causing in a the commotion. market. People were coming up, but then he ended up being cool. We had a permit and everything, so we we took off after that. But that was like our only encounter of a police officer there in Dubai. But other than that, it was it was beautiful. Yeah, would you go back? Yeah, definitely. We did the sand dunes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we rode wow. like the like, we rode like um the dune buggy in the sand dunes. Little Timothy Chalamet cosplay. Yeah, dune Yeah, it felt like we were on Mars. Yeah, you went to the sand dunes, right? Uh, yeah. Or no? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I broke my cassocks. <laughs> what? 
Napoleon Dynamite reference? Your grandma took a spill at the sand dunes yesterday. Broke her Cossacks. What are Cossacks? What does grandma go to the dunes? What is Cossacks? It's like your tailbone. Oh. Your I think he like mispronounces it. Your Cossacks. You know, who played Napoleon again? Josh Hedder. It was in the back of my book. What? He's one of the he people, reviewed it? He reviewed it, yeah. Like, He's one of the quotes really? on the back of If I'll Give You a Dollar? Dar- yes. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. I didn't know that. I have 10 of them. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Dar- <laughs> Darren's friend, my co-writer, Darren, his friend knew him, and we sent him a book, and we're like, hey, can you write a little excerpt on the for the back of our book? He's like, yeah. What Whoa. did he write? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. cool. Have you seen the Napoleon Dynamite? was like a short before they made it a movie. Oh, no. It's like all in black and white. Very similar that. to it. When they made it in like the 30s or? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Nice, Mike. Well, so you guys are going to be talking about a lot of like movies, TV shows, pop culture yeah. on your podcast. And I'm not trying to steal away anything that you guys would be already talking about. But um, have you seen anything recently? Are you guys watching anything together? Yeah, actually, we have a couple ideas that we wanted to get out there. So as a, as a child, when I would go to school, I would listen to Kevin and Bean every morning. Which on, is? On K-Rock. Which... Sorry, there are two co-hosts on K-Rock. Locally. And, locally, yes. Okay. LA, sorry. They were hilarious. I would basically pee my pants before getting to school. Um, so every... You should probably see a doctor about that. <laughs> <laughs> it, still, it still happens. True story. I'm still going to school. Piss yeah, my yeah. pants. Yeah. You're only cool if you pee your pants. So yeah, they yeah, consider yeah. me a milestone. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Dude, it's from it's uh, Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. Right. Yeah. Nobody goes, well, consider me Because Miles, Miles Davis, Davis is the cool. coolest guy. Uh, that was... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, consider me Miles Davis. Miles Davis, that's like his thing. He's like the birth of cool. is one of his albums. Like he's the guy who made that phrase. Dude, cool. So Wait, oh. What's Chris Farley's quote when she's getting on the bus um, so good you know you that s- veronica vaughn uh, you know and he says you know me and her we got Get it on <laughs> no you didn't oh well oh, you no i didn't uh, but i had a friend who did. did no, no, no you didn't <laughs> well, he's, he's like, you can imagine if they did no you can't yeah. <laughs> no but really like i think what's what's really good for us when we talk about like movies and tv shows like i know a lot of really weird facts about like the making of movies and behind the scenes and he knows Every single quote of every movie he's ever watched, like he can memorize. Like I've watched, uh, what was the movie we watched together? Uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers, and he knew every single line of of the movie. Is that your puppy? You, you ever get horny, father? <laughs> Stogies. Hey, why not? Wait, but you, were, you were talking about the radio show you yeah, watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here to get drunk. <laughs> um, so that's, that's not from Wedding Crashers. Yeah, that's just your family yeah, crest. Yeah, 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 <laughs> oh man. Um, you think that would be your one movie though? That's like your quote-a-thon one where Wedding you could Crashers? quote the most. Um no, it would be the Goonies. I uh, could I could have we watched the Goonies the other night. With I've some never friends. seen it. I could have made it miserable. I, I, yeah. So when I what? watched it with them the other night, that was my first time watching it. I what? just got a new TV. I have oh, a lot of movies yeah, to catch yeah. up I know. on. I know. I didn't know. What'd you say? You've never seen the Goonies. No, I've never seen a lot of classic movies. We know this. Jews, Jews don't watch the Goonies. Like Jews don't watch. Is that a thing? No, but I feel like we didn't watch those kind of movies. Like, yeah, I, I didn't watch. Like, it's like the Bailey School Kids. Like, remember those books? Like, I, I love the Bailey School Kids. Don't teach gym. Yeah. <laughs> Jews don't watch the Goonies. Like a bunch of kids like looking at a Dude, Jewish man watching the Goonies. You made me watch Home Alone. That was the first time I've ever seen it. Oh, because like American movies are very like a lot of times. There's a lot of just like Christian. What we got to get that Home Alone Lego set? Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Me, I just I just don't want to forget about it. Okay, so you know, no. I, I just missed out on all these classic movies. The yeah, Goonies yeah. is one I should watch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, The Goonies holds up. We watched it the other night, and it looks the picture is amazing. Speaking of Chris Farley, I've never seen Tommy Boy. I, there's what? a lot of movies I gotta watch. You know, the Hamlet. 
Tommy Boy. Is, Tommy Boy is like the plot of Hamlet. It's same thing with Lion King. Lion King I'm pretty right? sure is. Yeah. Um, yeah. They do that a lot, right? Where they like take these classic Shakespearean movies and then make them. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Did you know? Uh, do you know what Ten Things I Hate About You is? Taming of the Shrew. Taming of the yeah. Shrew. Ta- the Taming of the Shrew. Is that Shakespeare? Yes. yes. Taming it, of the Shrew. You read is it about a, like shear? a gardener? Or no, that's shrubs. What's oh. shrew? I said, wait, as you said that, I said sheer. What is what is what is shrew? Oh. It's like a horse. Sorry, it's a like, horse. Let's find out what a shrew? what is a shrew? a shrew. Is I see I you know it's an it's like a rat. A shrew is okay. a rat, a oh, small um, mammal resembling a mouse. But like, is there so a... the taming of the shrew is a they converted that story. Ten things into... I hate about you, where he's in love with this girl, but he like a guy's in love with this girl, but she can only be with him unless her sister starts dating. So he gets a, he sets her up with another guy so he can start dating her sister because she's like the younger sister. Yeah, she's so younger it's sister. all about courting, like so, in faking a romance that ends up becoming real. Yeah, oh. in the movie Heath Ledger is with Catherine Zeta Jones. Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles. Stiles. Okay. Yeah, well, Stiles, it's yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. who's in love with this girl, but she can't date because her sister Julia Stiles doesn't want to date, and her dad says you can't date until she oh, starts wow. dating. Yeah. And so he gets Heath Ledger, Ledger to go. To date her. And yeah. Heath Ledger's like the bad boy. And, he, and she okay. ends up not, she's like very against him in the beginning and then by yeah. the end fall. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he, oh. Heath is charming, man. And that's a Shakespearean plot as well? Yes. Yeah. That actually yeah. sounds yeah. a little I think you would yeah. like, there's books by this guy named Joseph Campbell. Have you ever read any Joseph Campbell? Yes, The Hero's Journey. The Hero's Journey, Hero with a Thousand Faces. He basically like wrote the idea of like every story, what is the structure of different stories and different characters. Oh, and like, like Save the Cat. What's Save the Cat? It's the same thing. It's like, like that. There's like a yeah, certain yeah. set number of stories. There's like you know the guy who it's it's like a pure ascension and his luck just keeps getting better, or a tragedy where things just keep mm-hmm. getting worse, or there's a conflict and then they learn from the conflict or they don't learn from the conflict. And there's like I think he's an author that you would really like, Joseph okay. Campbell. Joseph Campbell. You guys share a lot of literary. Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, I want to say that I am blessed to live with Matt yeah. because honestly like when he sets up the library I'll just stand there for hours or not hours but like I'll stand there and I'll just like read different excerpts from different books that Matt has because the library in the house is great Dude, you can just pick up any book and it's already a classic it's amazing yeah. and each one I've like most I've read but each one I have like a connection with yeah. where I'm like that one's about that that yeah. one's about that and it's also too exciting when Matt's like yo I think you would love this book you should Brett Easton Ellis or Brett yeah. Ellis. Yeah. yeah did you read that chapter you did because you would have no. texted me. I, I've been telling him to read just one chapter from the Rules of Attraction. Uh-huh. I'm gonna read and the rest week. of the book. You should read, yeah. but this one chapter, it's written like something Todd would write. It's so cool. It's about a guy backpacking all across Europe. It's like two pages. I'm gonna read That's cool. Yes. And I saw you okay. back on the long Instagram captions, like the OG days. When oh you yeah, write a story. Those back. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I, I um, I kind of uh. I had a little, uh, like, freak, not freak out, but, like, I was kind of, like, losing, not losing who I am, but, like, I really want to, like, bring it back and, like, just, like, write and, like, because I've been writing a lot, but I haven't, like, really been putting things out. A creative epiphany? Yes, exactly. Yeah, creative creative epiphany. I feel like so much of what you've been going through is, like, this journey of, like, okay, who was I that got me to where I am? Maybe you felt like you lost yourself a little bit. And I think the conversations we've been having is, like... What made me who I am at the early beginnings that gave me joy and how can I bring those back into my life again? And yeah. like, I remember you said those stories were like a big, big part of it when you would post a picture with a story and get to think about that. And that actually get, helped build you your following. Versus right? like yeah. uh, f- f- drinking on a Friday. Like those <laughs> captions are yeah. like harder to come up with almost no, than yeah. writing a story. It's it's almost like freeing and creative. Totally. Yeah. And like I, I obviously I wrote those stories because, you know, I wanted to be like. 
I wanted notoriety for things that I wrote, which is very selfish of me. But then at the same time, uh, that's how me and Matt met. Yeah. Matt and I, um, he loved my captions and my stories. And, you know, that was a great feeling for Matt, someone like Matt to come up to me and be like, yo, I love your captions. Mm-hmm. And so now fast forward to today, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm writing a lot and I'm going to sit on some stories that I really like and that fit certain photos for a caption. And then if they work, they work. If they don't, whatever. There but you I go. Just, I enjoy, you know, putting that out there and letting people uh judge it for if whether they like it or they don't like it have so, you ever yeah. seen natalie's saved instagram folders have Ooh. you gone through her phone oh, she one time showed me that like she has her saved photos like you can make collections and like albums oh, wow. on yeah. your instagram yeah. natalie's is literally curated as if she's like working for a magazine like there's like art inspiration home inspiration fashion design and she has like all these different like you know, models and like all of her, like it, it, it's like looking through someone's like lookbook and like Pinterest board, <laughs> and she crazy. does it all on Instagram. And it's just like when she wants a reference for something, or like she wants to know like what. I mean, do you do that too? Do you yeah, have like? I, I, I do it for like fashion and stuff. If there's like a cool fit yeah. or some cool shoes, I see I have like a save like for curating that. like different albums on Instagram of like your. I, and now you've made it. You've listened this far, and we are going to promote the giveaway that is sponsored by Current. You've heard us talk about Current before. Current is the easiest way to manage your money. That's how. We manage our money. We use Current every day. They're an app that helps make finance easy. You can track your spending, savings, and they make these really, really cool cards. The Current cards that we love. The design is sleek. Love pulling it out at a restaurant. Everyone's like, what is that? That's such a cool... Are you from the future? <laughs> it's it's a Current card and you can get one. So yeah, Current is a technology company that helps you manage your money from your phone. They believe banking should be more accessible and affordable with no surprises and no minimum balances. Current's easy to use app and debit card give you freedom, flexibility, and faster access to your money. With so many benefits, including earning points when you swipe your debit card at eligible merchants, redeemable for cash back, and no fees at over 40000 network all point atms and there's helpful notifications and insights to help track when and where you're spending your money it's easy to create savings goals and include the ability to round up your spare change to build a little bit more of a better piggy bank and with the current premium account members can enjoy direct deposit up to two days early oh that is premium baby an overdraft up to 100 without overdraft oh i hate overdraft fees <laughs> Me too. the worst and now is your last chance to be a part of our current giveaway. We've partnered, Mike and I, with Current to give away $1,000 to you, our listeners. 1000 bucks, 1000 big ones, that's, Mike. That's a cold chunk of change right there. That's right. Current is going to be giving away $250 to four of our listeners of our show. That means you watching this right now or listening. If you're one of the four, you're going to win 250 Cold, hard smackaroos, thanks to Current. All you have to do is download the Current app, enter the code HOOT, H-O-O-T, when you sign up, and that's your chance to enter to win. That's code HOOT when you download the Current app, C-U-R-R-E-N-T. Download the Current app, use the code HOOT. This is valid through November 15th, so it's pretty soon. It's almost over. If you haven't entered yet, download Current, use the code HOOT, and enter for your chance to win $250 cash. So yeah, download the current app. It'll take less than two minutes. Enter the code Hoot, and I hope you win. Visit current.com slash Hoot for full terms and conditions. And now, back to the episode. But you know that I was illiterate until fifth grade. Illiterate? Really? Illiterate. Oh, yeah. So you I, couldn't read, or you were just <laughs> dyslexic and undiagnosed? So dyslexic and double vision. So I saw I had a tunnel vision. So I saw, I, I saw like this. I saw two of everything. And... Uh, I couldn't read. They couldn't figure it out. I had to do speech therapy. I was like going to all that, these classes. I had an, an aid. 
that sat in the back of the class. Oh, no. Well, oh. That took notes for me. <laughs> and I was about to say, oh, no. no. Which, like... which, by the way, like, uh, my aide, my mom is still friends with her, and her, her brother uh, is Dana Carvey. Whoa. Do you know that one of the first times I met Danielle, she, we were talking about, like, growing up, and I was like, oh, I went to a Jewish school, whatever. And then she goes, oh, yeah, me and Brett had AIDS. And I was like, <laughs> just like talking about school, had, had, had AIDS. Oh yeah, like she was yeah. like, oh yeah, middle school, oh, me and Brett God. had AIDS. And I was like, excuse me. And she was like, no, no, like AIDS, like people who would aid us in our classrooms. Danielle was severely dyslexic as well. That was like one of the first things Danielle ever said to me was, oh yeah, me and my brother had AIDS in sixth grade. And I was like, okay, cool, but Danielle. You like the party? That's huh? funny. No, but Danielle has worse dys- dyslexia than I have. But I, I had also double vision and. Uh, I was born without peripheral vision and death perception. How did we fix it? So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even see that. Uh, oh, wait, I mean, do you still not have vision? Like, you it, can't... It's, it's rough. I mean, I got LASIK, which um, helped in, with some of my vision stuff, but I still have really bad issues. Did you with, get it when, with, with the same guy that yeah. they got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same guy. Same guy. Oh, you're on, the, you're on the Paul Lee train? <laughs> yeah, Paul yeah Lee. I love Paul. Mr. Lee, you know, Dr. Lee. He's do you, great. So, you, I'm the only one in this room that doesn't have LASIK from Paul Lee. Oh, yeah. Paul Lee. Mm-hmm. Hey, Paul Lee grad. Yeah. Which, by the way, I got COVID. Um... I got COVID like a week after I got LASIK. Oh my god! And I lost all my smell and taste, and it didn't come back. It still hasn't fully come back yet. So I always joke that I've never had all five of my senses at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was really tough. But even to this day, I still have. A, I can't read more than like a few pages at a time without getting like uh, nauseous. I get like it gives me migraines. Oh man! So, you guys got to get us uh, audiobook sponsor for your podcast. So I've been listening to audiobooks like I've. Like in the last few months, I've been obsessed with audiobooks, which I never got into. I couldn't. What are you read. listening to? I read or listened. Yeah, I, guess. I listened read. to every single Malcolm Gladwell book. Oh, oh yeah, he's great. Talking to strangers, dude, amazing. Yeah, and he's um, such a good orator too. Like his voice is great. Have you listened great. to his podcast? I have. Yeah, it's great. Mike actually sent me a po- uh, Malcolm's podcast. Oh uh, yeah, revisionist, revisionist history. History, yeah, yeah. yeah. which yeah. is really good. In second grade, um, I was diagnosed with ADD and I think dyslexia, and I remember like, my parents were like, "What?" They're like freaking out. They're like, what? And it's so like funny to like think back on that time of how like, you know, I don't know if it's like, if how new ADD was back then. But even just like getting diagnosed like, with a mental like disorder back then was so stigmatized. And now yeah. it's hopefully less stigmatized. Totally, but like, yeah. yeah, in the 90s, early 2000s, like that was not, I could, and especially for parents who grew up in like the 70s, yeah. Yeah. 60s, it's like, oh no, I don't want, but I mean, it's, it's very, yeah. uh, very acceptable to have you know mental disorders and like as long as you work through it and well i'm I'm really appreciative of my mom because she was really adamant that like having this disability or having this problem wasn't a disability it was like a superpower like yeah she, it's and a difference. She, she was like this is what's gonna you know you can rise above this and learn from this and that's gonna make you special and not you know but like better yeah. in life and she would take me fuck something's going she would take me to vision therapy every day after school for three years so I w- she would drive me like 20 minutes away. I'd have to walk on balancing beams as I read like a chart um, and go through. Oh, like, wow. And Were it was like in really. Signing intense. for Cirque du Soleil? <laughs> yeah. Right. No, no. It was like to, to get my, you know. To, I know. To strength. I just, yeah. But like balancing beams and like A, B, C. Yeah, it was like that. Though, you start juggling. Like the strength and the muscles behind yeah. the eye. Yeah. That yeah. sounds kind of like interesting though. You can become an athlete and, be, and get smarter at the same well, time. Like, <laughs> why, why, why are we all doing that? So because I had double vision though, when I would play baseball, um, I would stand under the ball and think I was about to catch it because they always threw, threw me in the outfield oh, and no. it would land five feet away. <laughs> and 
game. I never was a crier, but dude, when that would happen and we would lose the game, I would oh, cry after oh, every game man. because everyone just knew like this kid can't. Like I, I, I swear, my mind, my brain yeah. was telling me I was under that ball. That ball was about to go into my mitt, and it just landed five feet. Brett, go left, left. Everyone's like, no, 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 no. Like, dude, I could just five see people inches. rolling their eyes when the, the, they would hit it to the outfield. Team. I mean, to be fair though, Jews, as uh, my experience too, we usually get picked last on the sports team growing up, so. Yeah. You know, vision or not, I don't think yeah, we we're right. going to be, we're not going to be the star player on the uh, star quarterback on the football team, but that's, yeah. you know, that's why. How we... many professional football players are Jewish right now in the NFL? I think like two, like uh, one or two. Let's look it up. I, so how many did you think were in the NFL? I think there's probably two or three Jewish NFL players right now. I would say like four or five. Like I know about Adam Schultz. Is he Jewish? Julian Edelman is the one I know. Oh, I, know. I have the answer. 13. 13 oh, Jews in the NFL. In the, in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl um, last year, as of February 2021, two Jewish uh, players were playing in the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Wow. Who are they? Um, The most famous is Julian Edelman, who was named MVP of Super Bowl L3. Um, I don't know my (laughs) Roman numerals um, that well. Um, And uh, yeah, there's a handful of others, but this is a huge block of text. Wow. going to (laughs) extract that. That's um, great. That's really cool. And also the the pitcher who just won, uh, like the World Series. World Series. He was like he threw out like the main pitch that won the whole World Jewish. Series. He was Jewish. Oh, he was, wow. And he went to uh, Harvard Westlake. Oh, he's from around here. From around here, right Damn. around like which is which is literally like a block well, valley. Kid, huh? you, know about, you know about Sandy Koufax? Sandy, oh, Sandy legend. This is a Jewish legend. Everyone knows Adam about. Sandler always <laughs> mentions Sandy Koufax. He's so he was a Jewish baseball fan. player. I think like in the sixties or the seventies, and I think he was playing on the Mets or the Yankees, some big team. Uh, and the Dodgers, the Dodgers, the Brooklyn yeah, Dodgers, Brooklyn yeah. Dodgers. And he was like one of their best players. And there was like a, a final what's World Series. There was like a World Series game. On Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, um, and he was a Jew, and so he said, I can't play this World Series game because of Yom Kippur, like, most important Jewish holiday, and he didn't play the game, and they lost the World Series. And yeah. now, like, everyone, like, it's like a phrase, like, oh, there was some Kirby enthusiasm. He's like, oh, you're co-faxing us? Like, you're not going to play on Shabbat? <laughs> it's, it's like one of the Jewish, the only, like, Jewish sports that we know growing up is, like, yeah, just the guy Sandy Koufax who burned the team because he didn't want to play in New <laughs> Tipper. Sandy Koufax did, did end up becoming the youngest player to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame did at he? the age of 36. Did you just look that up? I just looked that up. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Make sure us. to check Thank him out. You. November 16th release date. November 16th yes. on YouTube. Yes. YouTube, YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Okay. Yeah. Wherever we get, get your, your podcast. local podcast. <laughs> okay, and, we, and we can't wait to be on. Yeah. We'll I can't have, wait to we'll have you guys. guys both on at the same time and then separately as well. Fantastic. Right. Until next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs> We're just cheersing with the mics for the people listening. All right. <laughs> that was great. Thank you guys so much for listening. My name's, be my sure name's... to uh, follow all of us on Instagram. Comment down below on the YouTube channel what your favorite moment or story was on this podcast. And leave a review. We really do appreciate it. We read all of them, and it really helps us out. My Thank you guys Mike. so much. Why much do you love. keep saying that? Sorry, I don't know. I keep saying my, my name is Mike. <laughs> my name, my my name, name is Mike. Okay, we'll see you next time, right, guys. Guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys.